0: How's it going, Odd People? You are listening to the Odd People Podcast, and I am your host, Matt the Cat. Today is episode number 10, and I traveled down to my hometown, where I grew up, Westport, Mass., to talk to Lenny Machado of Elm Street Studios. He's a great guy, he helped me out a lot. We had a mishap and lost half of the interview, and had to uh, redo a portion, which, uh, which we talk about a little bit. It was a great time, he's a, he's a great guy, he's very smart, and I uh, hope you enjoy the show. This episode of the Odd People Podcast is also brought to you by Julian Plant Woodworker. Do you enjoy owning handmade home decor or maybe you have an idea for a custom piece? Julian makes sure his unique projects are all very sustainable by using only locally harvested wood. His designs are all one of a kind and made specifically for each customer. To see his expertly handcrafted work, go to www.julianplant.com. Or look him up on Instagram at Julian Plant. He can be contacted via email julianplant at gmail.com. That's J U L I A N P L A N T E. So that was just a trial. That was our trial run. Yeah, that was a trial run.
1: <laughs> just lost 29 minutes. No, um, we didn't. We, there was a practice. It yeah, was that, like, was a,
0: that was a rehearsal.
1: Yeah. You think I was just going to come and do this dry? No, 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 no. All right. I don't do any of my interviews on my first glass of whiskey. I only do them on my second. Oh,
0: good. <laughs> now that you're warmed up. and <sighs> um, So, hey, Lenny, how are you? Perfect. How are you? I'm doing all right. I feel, I feel like I need a glass of whiskey. <laughs> um, <sighs> so, you are a sound man.
1: I am. I am a... I like to think I'm a good guy.
0: Yes. <laughs> You're all right. <sighs> You're all right in my book. Um, so your name's Lenny. It is. That's not short it for anything. Nope. We learned. on Yes, us. it is.
1: It first is the first time years. around. Because <laughs> my, my son. It's yeah, not my first rodeo. Yeah. My,
0: my oldest son is named Lennon. So we have we have a tendency to call him Lennon. Lenny. Len. L.D. for Len dog. Which is I used to get big red a lot. Big red. Yeah,
1: my hair used to be a lot yes. redder than what. Yeah,
0: you do have red hair.
1: It's but, but it was much like you know, um, you know, child's play. You know the movie Chucky. Yes. <laughs> There's a picture of me somewhere. Might even be over there. Um, I think I could sue them for likeness rights because I definitely <laughs> I came out first, um, and I'm like literally in the Oshkosh overalls the shirt
0: i came out first
1: (laughs) yeah yeah um it was a running joke every time people see that picture like oh my god i'm like yeah yeah they made a movie after me
0: (laughs) why did your mother dress you up like that no they stole it
1: no it's why did they dress that doll like that they saw
0: this picture of me you know and so uh we're in westport it's my hometown my parents live like a mile from here um But where did you grow up?
1: So, uh, grew up in New Bedford, um, West End near Buttonwood Park. And, uh, but originally born in Heidelberg, Germany. Uh, my mom was in the military, the army. And, uh, you know, when a guy and a gal like each other, I guess it doesn't matter what country you're in, you know? Yeah. Um, lived there until I was about three and then, uh, hi-ho, hi-ho, back to the States we go. And, uh, so yeah.
0: Your mother's from New Bedford?
1: My mother is from New Bedford. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, family lineage of being from New Bedford, basically. Yeah. At least, you know, to my yeah. knowledge. Um, and, uh, yeah, up until about two years ago, I was a New Bedford man. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a. I'm a Westport guy. Now, you're, now, you're,
0: now yeah. your, your neck matches you
1: hair. A Westporter? You know, yeah. Westport, a, red <laughs> a redneck. <neck>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I say that with love. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about your dad? Is he German or is he, is he um
1: army? So, yes. So my, my last name now is Machado. Yeah. They gave me that when I moved to New Bedford. Um, so you could fit in? So I could fit in, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let me into the public schools. My original last <laughs> name was Dockham. Okay. It's a little too, you know,
0: a little too, out little, there. Little too
1: German, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. So my mom had gotten remarried. I got adopted, Oh, okay. all that stuff. And now I'm basically at that. I was, I'm at a limbo point, I guess. I mean, I could be super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious for all that matters. It doesn't, you know, my, my last name stayed Machado just because, uh, I guess as even Julie says, it's that's how everyone knows you you know yeah. why change it you know
0: so. yeah why change it now so then uh, i get a
1: better discount on my linguisa
0: with yeah the, with the <laughs> 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 yeah right you can you can come and fake it yeah in, uh, more, more than one town in this area so uh we're at elm street studio it's a recording studio you are the sound man you are the engineer um where did your uh, journey start as far as music goes
1: My journey started at a very young age. Uh, In second grade, I started playing the cello. Played that all the way through to high school. Um, And uh, a real eye-opening moment to me musically was in, I don't know if it was seventh or eighth grade. I really, I want to say it was probably eighth grade, Um, a buddy of mine who was a friend of mine then. He's still a buddy of mine now uh, by the name of Jake Marks. He grabbed my cello from me, threw it over his shoulder, shoulder, don't mind me, threw it over his knee. I started playing it like a guitar playing like Nirvana smells like teen spirit. And it blew my fucking mind that (laughs) that was even it's just the two and two never had come together. Yeah to me at all. And up until that point it was all playing classical music, reading these sheet notes, you know, and you know, I I was into music, you know, I liked music. I think the first cassette my mom ever got me was Appetite for Destruction. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and uh, you know, I remember having that cassette or maybe I even took it. I don't know if it was actually mine. (laughs) Maybe she didn't give it to me. Maybe I just stole it. Sorry. And I was like, I want to listen to this. It's got skulls on it or something, Mm -hmm. you know. But uh yeah, and I mean, so, like, that, up until that point, it was, like, wasn't a reality to me that, like, oh, man, like, I can play, like, regular music with this thing, too, not just, like, <laughs> these Christmas concerts, you know? And so,
0: is a cello tune the same as a bass or a guitar, like, E-A-D-G?
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's similar, more, like, to a bass, you know what I mean? It's only got okay, the four yeah, strings, you yeah. know, and everything like that. But, uh yeah, so, I mean, yeah, same thing, you nice can still too. sit there and bar two chords, to bar two notes together, get a chord, and, you know, and... You get the idea, at least of it, yeah. you know. And, but yeah,
0: so. So, what's your uh, <clears throat> your main instrument? Now?
1: My main instrument now uh, is definitely the guitar. I'm right. um, also I've got a real strong game on the triangle.
0: Sweet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Got me a, too.
1: You know, <laughs> I can hit that note with the best yeah. of them. I've been Perfect. putting my resume out there, trying to trying. To, <laughs>
0: But yeah. So, uh, how long have you been in business? Uh, Elm Street
1: Studios has been in business now for about eight years. Um, originally started on Elm Street in mm-hmm. New Bedford. Uh, that was where my first home was. And uh, well, we in Kansas anymore. We're not in New Bedford anymore. Yeah. But I didn't really you
0: kept the name. Kept, kept the, the name. Logo. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah. It, it had at that point. It had already. You know, I. I want to, you know, not to use it lightly, but I guess I—it's I, safe to say I was established as Elm Street Studios, so I didn't think it was weird to keep the name,
0: even though I'm not on oh, Elm Street yeah. anymore. No, it makes sense. Yeah, you go with how people know you. Yep. So, uh, how old were you when you started getting into bands and stuff, like playing in bands? Playing in bands. Um,
1: my first band I was ever in, although we never really necessarily did anything outside of probably playing like three like awful house parties um i was probably like 17 right around there um and i and i will go back and tell you so the name of the band was one non-john and yeah <laughs> just because i was the only guy in the band not named john and uh so yeah that was my First venture into writing my own music and playing with, yeah. you know, a couple of kids my own age. Well, actually, I, I actually was older than them, but it was Were they fun. neighborhood kids? Or yeah, you know it was. There? Yeah, oh, okay. it, it was. It was you know, just guys from the neighborhood. You know what I mean? And um, you know, the music scene, although huge in New Bedford, like enormous in New Bedford, especially at that time. Reflections was. You know, everybody went to shows at Reflections every weekend. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and I went to a few, and it was one of those things where uh, I was a Vogue guy, and that was all New Bedford High people.
0: Yeah.
1: So I didn't really necessarily know the right in of people <laughs> at yeah. the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. To ever, like, actually, like, get my foot in that door. So yeah, then really- my first band that ever started actually like playing shows and doing stuff. It literally was like, well, we'll go. All right. We found this thing. We played a couple shows in Worcester. Then we played in Providence and we, you know, we would play these other places. It wasn't until um, they started doing shows at uh, the varsity club in Fairhaven. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to run a bunch of shows at the Dartmouth YMCA. Yeah. It was stuff like that. When finally we kind of like were able to, Play in New Bedford, um, and that was uh Doubting Thomas was the, that band. Yeah,
0: yeah, Doubting Thomas. I've heard, I'm pretty sure I saw you guys at, at one point or another. <laughs> that was uh, going around trying to find local bands because when you're growing up in Westport, unless you knew somebody, you didn't know where bands even played. Did you ever go to the shows at the Garage? Uh, the what is it? The Annex? The Westport Annex? No. Oh, uh, no, I mean, we—I remember driving for a while to go see a band play. I don't even remember the name of the band, but we were like way out in the middle of nowhere. And we we traveled around <laughs> trying to find, you know, we'd find, well, Ted is a good example. Yep. Right around the time we were done with high school, you know, Damage Goods was playing. So we could kind of follow them around if they were playing local, but they played all over. It's yeah. Like, you know no downing thomas that
1: was yes that was fun like bringing up ted you know and and damage goods you know even even though I ended up being in damage goods but before yeah. being in damage goods they were one of those you know bands it was cool to like hook up with them and them another option
0: yeah
1: um who another option was one of those bands where uh Kyle from another option who also has a studio here in Westport mm-hmm. um, railroad park <clears throat> His little cousin was like a camper of mine. I used to work at the Y M C A as a yeah, camp yeah, counselor. Yeah. Gave me this demo tape. <laughs> He's like, my cousin's in a band, you know. And yeah, cool. And it was one of those things. Like I said, I was doing shows at the Y M C A at that time, and like all I can think, I was like, yeah, all these like young high school kids. I, I think they were in high school at the time. They might have been in junior high. I can't remember. This was. A long time ago and I remember throwing them on the show and it was like the entire school came like all wow. of Westport was at the Dartmouth MCA wow. and I just like I, I remember like being blown away they were you know and even as you know like a young band they were they were cool like it was them and damaged goods were like the Westport yeah elite you know yeah. like <laughs> it would, you know if, if you if you needed a band from Westport, yeah, they it, were you know they yeah, were the guys to go to but yeah
0: so you started with the cello you I work did. your way up to a guitar worked my way up. up um so how did you start the studio did you did you um go to school to be an engineer or or did you just uh all right so how did, good, how did we that, didn't, how we did didn't talk in? about yeah. this no we didn't <laughs> so So,
1: uh, the studio started um, 100% out of anger and aggravation. (laughs) Um, This band, Brookside, I was in. uh, We were in New York recording. And much like uh, the original, my original setup, we were in some guy's basement in his house recording. And um, it was literally the most aggravating Moment ever I had recorded before I have recorded in people's basements before that I had recorded in real studios before that. Yeah, and <clears throat> Typically speaking when you go to record somewhere, and it's true to this day and I tell people this like at the end of the day If you're coming here to record with me, I'm working for you. Yeah, you know why because you're paying me so yep. that makes you the boss, you yes. know You want to yeah. fart on a snare drum? My only question is where do you want the mic, you know, (laughs) no problem. I might, you know Have some objective words about it. But at the end of the day, whatever you say goes we're gonna do it And I got so aggravated in this place Everything I wanted to try everything I wanted to do. I got a no no No, 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 I like this guy was brushing me off like yeah, I'm some asshole And I don't know if you notice I'm a little guy yeah, you know, and... yeah, you're, you're very short, and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I like, and literally. It got to the point. I looked at the guy, I said, "Hey, asshole, you realize I'm fucking paying you to be here, right? Yeah, like <laughs> it doesn't matter what I want to fucking do. Yes, I don't yeah. care if we don't use it at the end. I don't care if it it didn't sound right in yeah. my as it sounded great in my head. We did it, and oh, yeah. you're right, it didn't work. Yeah, hey, man." It's my dime. Give me the time. Let me fucking do it. And uh, so, yeah. So that recording session went not to take anything away from I'm not going (laughs) to lie. No, no. Not to take anything away from the engineer, the guy. He does great recordings. The recording came out fine. It it wasn't that aspect of it. It really was just an aggravating thing. Every time I wanted to do something, it was like, I'm, I'm arguing with this guy. I'm struggling. I'm like, you know. I'm in this guy's fucking basement. I'm looking around. I could do this in my house. Yeah. Like, why the hell not? Yeah, right. So I literally came home, went down to my basement, fired up the chop saw, bought as many two by fours as I could find, started building walls, literally framed out, insulated, sheetrocked. I went online, started doing all the research into yeah. sound protection, everything, yeah, angles, yeah. all this stuff. <clears throat> and uh you know within within a week i had built a giant live room in half of my house <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> but at the same time and i my original thought was this is for us you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah i'm doing yeah. this this is so my goal was never initially to record other bands or acts yeah. like it just wasn't i never thought of it yeah, that way it i'm was... like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, you know, I had same music. I went online. Johnny, and I yeah. and like I said, I, I I did it out of anger, and to this day, I'm like, why did I do this? Because you know, there's a lot of things you do out of anger that only cost a couple bucks. You know? Yeah. No, no I, I had to go build a fucking recording studio. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: um, so, as far as the um, engineering part of it, how did how did you learn how to do all that? Um, honestly, by observation. Uh,
1: I, I I never lie. I will never lie to anybody and tell them I have any formal schooling on this but i will say i like to think i have a very good ear um yeah. but i've always been the guy in whatever band i've been in when we go into the studio i've always been the guy in the booth in the room yeah you know very hands-on with what what the production of everything the arrangement even just watching like oh yeah we're putting a little reverb there yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And, and um so like i said the in the, and actually, the original version of Elm Street Studios was actually supposed to be a partnership. It was me and uh, a buddy of mine named Brian, who uh, we were in a band together at the, at, the, at the time. Um, we we're in this band called uh, Run Like Hell, and he was our the last drummer we had. We we went yeah. through some some drummers, like kind of like Spinal Tap, I guess. Yeah, but um, <laughs> he was wicked. I hope they all didn't die. No, a couple spontaneous <laughs> combustions, but no big yeah. deal. No, um, but he was very into recording and he had, he had like a small rig of things. Yeah. So when I came back and I was like, all right, I'm going to build the studio. I also kind of like started me and him started this, like, I don't want to call it a fake band, but it was like a project band. Yeah. Um, I grabbed Alex, who was the singer of, uh, damaged goods. It was me. Corey, who's Corey's my buddy, who I told you is okay. in literally every, he plays yeah. bass in every band. I'm By the in. way,
0: Alex, I think um he, well, I know, he grew up, um I think we were on the bus together. Oh, like <laughs> elementary, middle school, like that's, he grew up. Uh, he actually still lives right up the road, too. Yeah, he grew up the opposite side of 177 from where my parents' street is. So, yeah, no. I haven't seen him since the bus probably. I haven't seen Hitting him in like about in a week school. or two since yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we just did
1: that reunion show. But Yeah, how did that go? I, I, it was awesome. It, I, I'm not going to lie. It was it, it was cool that uh like we were even involved. You know what I mean? It was cool yeah. that Damage Goods was a part of it. Like
0: yeah, that it was awesome.
1: that it was thought of, you know what I mean? Yeah. We hadn't we hadn't played together in I want to say it was like 9
0: oh, years shit.
1: right yeah, around yeah, that yeah, mark. Yeah. And even before that, it had we had done, like, a reunion show. We had been broken up for, like, five years. Or, yeah. so, like, something yeah, like, so, like, so, I mean, you so know. who were
0: the members that played on the 27th last month?
1: So, Ted. Yeah. Matt. Okay. Me. Corey. Because, right. like I said, Corey's in every man that yeah. I'm in. <laughs> and Alex. All right, yeah.
0: great.
1: So, I mean, cool. and, like I said, me and Corey were the, we were in the Damage Goods at the end of Damage Goods. I mean, yeah. I want to say we were in the
0: band for at least four or five years. You guys got to go for the gold now and get <laughs> every member that had ever been in the band. Well, so you know what's funny? So originally and just, and when, we have like a Slipknot set up. Originally like when, guys when Ted <laughs> had um,
1: texted me or talked to, I can't remember if we were talking in person or he texted me about it, about Damage Goods. I think we were in person. We were, I think we were just here hanging out. And he's like, oh, blah, blah blah. He's like, yeah, they asked Damage Goods to do one of those Wilhelm shows. And I was like, oh, nice, man. That's gonna be sick. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, you mean, oh, I'm playing. I'm like, oh, I, you know, my my original. <laughs> no, thought, you mean
0: me too? Oh right? yeah.
1: I was like, oh, got it.
0: Right. Yeah. That's funny as so hell.
1: No, it was it was awesome. a lot of fun. And that whole weekend was, I mean, epic for New Bedford. Uh, what Will scream did, having three nights in a row yeah. at that venue and practically sold out every night. Yeah, it was like a festival. Crazy. It was, it was nuts. It was nuts. The amount of people who came out, supported, it was so cool. And I mean, they just, they're fucking amazing. So it doesn't, Yeah. You know, a, so I can only like imagine not fair, how many but...
0: people would have went if we weren't adults. <laughs> and like run into issues like me, I having to work and having I know
1: it, you know and it's funny the amount of people I saw that were there that were like people who used to go to shows yeah, yeah you know right. what I mean yeah, now right. it's like everyone's got families everyone's yeah, a little older just, but you know the, the amount of people like it's just like man had to dust off the vans
0: for this one you know what I mean and everyone made yeah, it, right.
1: made an effort to go it was cool it was a lot of fun
0: so um the varsity club. That's your current band? That is my current band. Cool. Who's so um, your friend Corey in that one? Corey is definitely 100% <laughs> in the Varsity Club.
1: Yes. I think that's Corey's, the, the Corey's Corey best Corey's best line ever was when we were in Damaged Goods. Uh, no, I'm sorry. When we were in Run Like Hell. And actually, we are playing a show at the Fall River VFW. And uh, for whatever reason, Corey came. He, was, he met us there. You know what I mean? And I guess walking in... He goes to walk in, and the person at the door is like, Oh, five bucks or whatever it was. He's like, He's like, Oh, I'm in the man. She goes, She goes, what? He goes, Oh, I'm in uh, Run Like House. She goes, Are you really? He goes, bitch, I wish I wasn't in Run Like Cow. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that was the best thing. And he's like, Man, what the fuck? These people think I'm just walking around with this guitar for
0: no goddamn yeah, reason. Right. <laughs> That's how you get into bars for free, just walking with a guitar <laughs> in a case. Yeah. Oh, man. Are but you yeah. kidding me? Of course I'm in the band. What do you think uh, I am? Some guy that just carries a guitar to get in.
1: But, yeah, so he I Get away
0: with getting, <laughs> so the, not paying the $5 cover.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so the Varsity Club is, it's me and Corey, uh, as always. Um, and then it's Ned who, Ned coined the Varsity Club name um, because when we first all met, we were all in separate bands
0: playing at the Varsity Club.
1: And yeah so that's where the
0: it was in Fairhaven. It was in Fairhaven, know. yep It still
1: is in Fairhaven actually. It's still there. Oh. It's kind of like a is vf it still
0: called that? Yeah, it's oh, still right. called
1: the Varsity Club. Yeah. Uh we're going to do our album release there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually, ready? I would love to. That'd be great. I, mean, great idea. I don't know if we could or not, but so if anybody's listening from the Varsity Club. Yeah.
1: Like the actual club. Yeah, yeah not, not the band. Not the band.
0: <laughs> the, the actual club. Anybody's listening. Uh we're putting a bug in your ear. Um, yeah, we uh, we played a place in Fairhaven. And I don't remember the name of it. We played twice. Oh, I hadn't mentioned that. we. I was in Orchid Asylum with my wife and my brother and my sister-in-law. And we played out twice before my wife started having children. Both times, my wife was like nine months pregnant. <laughs> Both shows. Holy crap. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, we played... The bullpen in New Bedford. Oh man! And whatever the place was. In so that Fayette, must have been. We right used to the play bridge? the bullpen all the time. It was like smite the righteous or something. Did you play with them? We we played. Do you know Travis and Paul and those guys. No, we we played with. Oh my God! It's gonna drive me crazy if I don't think of it.
1: We played. I'm trying to think of who used to play the bullpen. All his the name's time.
0: Jeff. I know that much. And I can't think of his. uh, I have to look it up on my phone and just edit this out. (laughs) And I'm going to act like I know right off the top of my head. Jeff Goldblum. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Foxworthy? It it was Jeff Foxworthy, is when they did the. Samsonite. uh... I was way off. Yeah. I knew it was an S, though. Um... Hammond Reed. At the time, he played alone and he had a a loop machine and he'd like Hmm. play like a rhythm on the loop. He'd play the loop and then he'd sing and play the lead like over it. Oh God, it's killing me. The dude's name is Jeff. All right. And I'm going to have to, the ending of this, I'm going to look it up and talk. And then the, the other band that we opened up for them, we opened up, I think he opened and then we played "Organ asylum. And then the band that played after us also escapes my mind right now. Last Eclipse. The name of that band was Last Eclipse. Last Eclipse. And this was about 10 years ago. And there's a connection there with somebody else that's going to be on the podcast. And I'm not going to mention it until I talk to them. But, um, <laughs> um, so when you help bands record, uh, do you do a lot of like producing like with them? Do you help them out? Or yeah. Do just totally... So, I mean,
1: um, Anytime you go into the studio, you obviously go in and I'm saying this obviously from I'm saying this from my own experience, too. Personally, you go in 100 percent thinking like my song is the shit. Mm -hmm. Everything's perfect. I fucking nailed it. Yeah. And then one person from outside the band makes one comment and it makes you go, oh, shoot, I could do it that way. Mm hmm. And that be, basically becomes what it is. You know, I uh, my goal being a producer is I'm not going to tell you, I, you know, I do have guys who come in and, and we essentially do build songs. We do, you know, that yeah. is a thing. But when a band comes in and, you know, they come in and here's our 10 songs, here's our whatever. Um, the goal is for me, I think, is I want to make sure that the best representation of that song is what comes out. Yeah. You know, um, If there's some fat to be trimmed, I'm going to suggest the parts. You know, like, hey,
0: this is cool. You guys a
1: couple measures You know, like, (laughs) exactly. Certain things like that, you know. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, my word is not the end, I'll say. All All I'm here, all I'm going to do is be very honest. Like, very, very honest. If I think something's bad, I'm going to tell you it's bad. And that's because I would want somebody to do the same exact thing for me. I... You know, I've been in situations where I've recorded, and the guy literally just fucking hit record. And at the end of the day, went here you go.
0: Yeah, that's not.
1: This fun. is what you did. You know,
0: <laughs> this is what you did. I had no nothing to do with yeah,
1: it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I I like to I like to have a personal stake in everything that comes in. I like to have some input. I like to because I like it so much. You know, my well, name's on it. And my name is on it exactly. Yeah. You know, and if I think there's any way I can make it
0: at all better. Yeah. I feel like I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't try. So the bands you have on um in the studio rather. Yes. Are they all similar types of music or are they um No. Um, the um not at all. I mean, it, I guess
1: it originally started out um with bands that were definitely at least, you know, in in my general you know area of my own personal music yeah. um, but since then mm. it has grown, which is awesome because it's grown and I listen to more than just what I play as far as a style, you know what I mean so I it's mm. nice to oh hey, <laughs> <High five. laughs> it's nice to to be able to work with all of these types of music, you know yeah. you know it, it it actually helps me creatively get out of my system a lot of things that I don't personally do with my own band yeah i'd love to yeah. but it just ain't it's not
0: in that you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, right. it, it is
1: it's cool so it's definitely all kinds of music
0: and um so is any is there any genre or type of music that you haven't worked with somebody that you would like to record with Ooh, through a curveball man that is a curveball
1: <laughs> i mean i yeah i mean other than you, know, I haven't really touched base on any like hip hop stuff or anything yeah. like that. Um, not that I wouldn't or yeah. I'm, or I'm against it, but I, you know, and I have talked to people about it before. I've had people contact me about it. Um, but it is a totally different, different world. You know, yeah. it's a different game. Um. Whereas I've had some artists contact me who have their own music per se, their own beats and everything like that. And I tell them like, you know, if you have that, no problem, you know, and everything. But then I've had other guys contact me, like essentially want me to like make Mm. beats for them and do that. Not that I can't do it, but I will say that is, that is a very dedicated Avenue. Yeah. That I just, I don't have the time. Yeah. I'd be intimidated by that. You know, (laughs) And, you know, not that I'm against broadening my horizons, I'm not, and I, and I definitely appreciate that stuff, but it's not really, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. I know how to, yes, I can, I have all the tools to make the beats, but I am (laughs) no, you know, Dr. Dre or anything, you know, I'm not sitting there in the beat laboratory, just. Yeah. That's not what you're doing with these. It's not what I'm doing. No,
0: no. and.
1: Maybe someday, you know, when it becomes my full-time
0: job. That's good. Maybe somebody will hear this and say, you know, I'm I'm going to make this guy do that. (laughs) (laughs) So um, is there any advice that you could give to somebody that wanted to be a sound engineer or, uh, you know, live or recording, what have you? Is there any advice you could give somebody that would want to do that? As a career choice.
1: As a career choice?
0: Yeah. Oof.
1: Get another job. Yeah. <laughs> Start saving money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I have friends who do do this professionally. Yeah. Like It is their bread and butter, their main goal. My yeah. One of my best friends, my buddy John, um, he tours with this big band they're called blackberry smoke they're a big yeah. you know country southern rock it's a country band Adam to me they're like a, a southern rock you know what I mean yeah. um <clears throat> John's got all the training John's got all the you know and he's my like my my pocket guy you know like yeah you go to if I'm ever like hmm let me run this by John
0: you know yeah. it's like
1: yeah. but I think everybody in what, life has what happens for... if
0: I hit this button no <laughs> Well, we learned that already. <laughs> yeah, we learned now, on this mix. Uh, right?
1: No, I mean, but I think that's like goes for anybody in life. They have that person who like, yeah, of course. no matter what you're doing, you're like, let me run this by so-and-so. You yep. know, I think for everything else I do in life, it tends to be, let me call Corey. All right. He's not just the guy that I play. On, but it's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, nice
0: i'm gonna, so having I'm gonna buy this
1: house Corey. what do you think i think it's a real piece of shit
0: <laughs> i think it's a real piece of shit mm, i'm gonna, you gonna could do it anyway in the <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no um but yeah i i mean anybody who wants to do this honestly fucking do it it's yeah. no you know I, uh, you got to approach it like making music i mean
0: there's no there's yeah. no right or wrong way to start doing it. yeah that was part two to that question uh, how about Advice for somebody that wants to, you know, a young, do do young, young band. And we need more young bands. We yeah. need more young bands. Yeah,
1: I agree with they're, that. They're, you know, maybe they're out there and I just don't know about them. Yeah. But I think the way the internet works nowadays, I, you would, you should, I could. Yeah. And, but there needs to be more, more young bands, you know, more people who don't care about what somebody thinks about what you're doing suck. I think Dave Uh, Roll said it best. You gotta go out there and you gotta suck.
0: Yeah. Like I I think I think that's play crappy music. Do it. You know, I think that's the line between we're of similar age, our generation, and the younger people. Now I really sound old, but (laughs) you know, we're in our mid to late thirties. Maybe you are. I'm like twenty-three. Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) But we you know, we were in high school and you know, there wasn't high speed internet. We weren't, you know, we didn't have access to everything like like they do now. And I think uh, that younger generation is really self conscious. I mean, I'm self conscious enough. I can't imagine if I was being judged 24 hours a day on what I look like, what I sound like. Well, I I think
1: that stems from the fact that
0: they somehow, people somehow feel the need to post about their life 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I try to post a lot on Instagram for this and, anything I find meaningful on like my personal, you know, accounts like Facebook and stuff like that. But it's still, I'm like, you know, I'm posting this. So my friends that I don't see all the time or my family that I care about, they can see what I could go. Cause I don't, you know, I don't, I live 45 minutes away from my parents. And so if the kids do something cute (laughs) and I'm, you know, I'll put a, put a post, Hey, look what they're doing today. And, and you know, my mother can say, Oh, that's cute. But I, I don't, it's not like a self-righteous thing. Like I, I feel like the, the young people now are really, they want to post something and they want the dopamine hit in their brain of, I got a hundred likes. I got a hundred oh, internet hearts. I don't think I've ever had a hundred likes on anything I've <laughs> ever neither. done. I, you know, <laughs> and, and to this day,
1: I think Scooby still gets more likes than anything I ever did. Oh, of course. Yeah. My,
0: my kids. I can post the pictures dog. of recording, cool gear, anything yeah. in the world.
1: I'd throw a picture of Scooby up there, like just sitting on the floor next to me. Oh yeah, that yeah. one's getting everyone loves that. Well, you, know? you
0: should have named it Scooby Street. Well, Studios. Oh, I, I started on <laughs> Street
1: Studios before Scooby. Oh, uh, true. You know, yeah. but uh, but um, but since then, yeah, no, yeah, Scooby you would have had to
0: reestablish.
1: Scooby so. literally runs the place. It's all about him. He uh It is. It is. Yeah, oh, it you should see he, him. He's amazing. Every morning, uh, so I I do a lot of my mixing at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah before work mm-hmm. before, yeah, yeah. I, I get up and clear head yeah literally blank ears i haven't done anything it's perfect and and i find i can get a lot i can get more done in that like hour to hour and a half and at yeah. that time than yeah, i than i, I can it's... in like eight hours on <clears> a day <throat> off and um he without a doubt comes down and just lays on the floor next to me yeah and it's and he does that when I'm recording people. When people are here, <laughs> he awesome. has—he wants to be in the room. And he's to the point where, like, I can look at him when I'm playing stuff back. And he even sits there and just kind of gives me his little That's head awesome. nod. And it's like, well, Scooby approved. All he right.
0: is the perfect dog for a recording studio. I haven't heard him make a peep this whole entire time he has made, I've been here. He has barked one time during
1: recording. Yeah. One time. In time, with the song <laughs> that we were recording, Perfect. like so well. Please tell me your, oh, it, you. Oh, oh, it's it nice. Oh yes, no. Scooby's made it on. I think he's made it onto two albums now. <laughs> but uh, awesome. I was recording um, this kid, uh, Jake Perone. Um, great kid, great musician, awesome album. And we're doing this acoustic part. This was at the old, the old studio, and um, out of nowhere. Like in this little acoustic y diddly intro, the kids playing.
0: Yeah.
1: Out of nowhere, Scooby just lets out, Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> Rawr. like, I mean, to she the to the dog on time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, so like, whatever. Like, I know I heard it, whatever. We can do, like, we're playing it back. I'm like, man. And it wasn't even like a question in Jake's mind. He goes, that stays. I'm like, nice. all right. And it's, you know what I mean? And the song actually starts with, it's Scooby barking. And then the song kind of, you know, fades in kind of everything. Yeah. That's
0: awesome.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, he's fucking good with it. And he's, he is, uh, you know, where it's a, it's my home. It's my home studio. He is the first line of defense. um, Mm -hmm. Where. Scooby's got to like you for you to be here. You know, you're in my home, yeah. you know,
0: and it's only happened once that Scooby, he's a purebred, 100% Doberman. Right? Doberman. Yeah. He's massive. <laughs> if if <laughs> I didn't come walking in the door with you and I, I love dogs, I love animals. I'd be nervous to be one, you know, <laughs> walking down the neighborhood and see yes. him come galloping. He's a, he's a up. big boy. He's but
1: massive. He is. And, but he's sweet. He will He's let you nice in. Though. I tell these people all the time. He'll let you in. Won't let you out. <laughs> oh, great. If I got to get
0: to work. If you weren't supposed to be is, <laughs> Oh, Yeah. 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 So, all right.
1: they, like I said, there's That's only been cool. one time I, you know, and I had a group in here, and it just so happens this particular individual wasn't in the band. Mm. And uh, Scooby did not take his eyes off of this kid for a second. Really? And, um, my God. old pockets a little bit. How the how them? the what control the room how the old control room was. I used to have a, I had a couch in the control. It was very similar yeah. to actually what I got here, but like yeah. a slightly bigger. Okay. Um. So I had like a little couch in there and everything. So these guys were all sitting. Scooby was just
0: wow.
1: eyeball to eyeball with this guy to the point where like the kids like, what's wrong with your dog? I'm like, what's mm, wrong with wrong you. With you, that's what I said. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's that's wrong with awesome.
0: you. Yep. I was like, he's. Ne- be.
1: I'm like, he's never done that before. And literally this kid couldn't move without
0: just scooping, boxing him in. It was yeah. That's awesome. You scoping him out. Hey, hey, he's, you know he's a, the a band came back
1: and recorded some killer tunes. That guy didn't.
0: Yeah, well, I don't blame him. I wouldn't <laughs> have came back either. So um if a band wants to contact you or a solo artist, anybody wants to contact you for a recording or best a demo way or... I would
1: definitely say is to email me. Uh, Elm Street Studios at Gmail dot com. Yep, that's a street with just an S T. Um, that is that's the best way. Okay. Um, I mean, people do contact me on Facebook. I'm not a big Facebook person. Yeah, personally, yeah, you know, like, yeah. And anything that I post Facebook wise through the studio is pretty much linked to my Instagram, okay. which I don't have a personal Instagram. I only do. Yeah i'll be honest if it wasn't for the studio and the band and that kind of aspect i would have zero social
0: media i'm <laughs> so what the social
1: media is though it's elm street elm studios. studios is uh my instagram studios with an s yes with an s <laughs> um and Insinuating
0: then you that you're gonna have many there is a game plan there's there's okay. a long yeah so yeah there is a there's a, it, it was started off as a running joke where just studio
1: sounded weird to me. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so studios incorporated that. Yeah. It's too much time for me to take yeah. up here, but anyway, well,
0: that's like the odd people podcast is what I call it, but officially there's no the in the beginning. Oh, so <laughs> when I, I can't say that it's the odd the, people yeah. podcast, but it's odd people podcast. And it sounds weird. <laughs> it sounds It, odd. Sound, it <laughs> sounds it sounds odd either way, really. <sighs> but um, so thank you so much for having me.
1: No, thank you very much. This, very pleasant. This host. was like I had said to you, you know, earlier. This um, this being my even my first adventure into the podcast world, I was very green yeah. to podcasts until you had mentioned you you would approach me about this, and so I'm going to apologize now no, for sending you down the rabbit hey, hole. I appreciate it so far. I've I've uh, I've run into nothing but very interesting things. It's, yeah. it's cool. oh, yeah. There's you a know. lot.
0: There's a lot out there. And uh, I right. do your 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 show's great. I love it. Great. Thank you so much. I'm pretty very it. happy to be a part of it. All right. Thanks, man. All right. We signing off. Yes, signing All off right. now. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Lenny and his assistant Scooby at Elm Street Studios. They are located in Westport, Massachusetts. He's a great guy. He's a lot of fun. Uh, it kind of stinks that we had a really great 29 minutes, <laughs> and we couldn't really recant half of the stuff we talked about uh, that first uh, that first run through. But it was it turned out pretty good. We had a lot of fun. He's a he's a, a fun loving guy. Scooby's a great dog. He's a great assistant. If you want to reach Lenny. Do some recording. It's Elm Street Studios at gmail.com. That's E L M S T S T U D I O S. If you'd like to reach out to me to be on the show, or if you know somebody that would like to be on the show, it's Odd Skull Art Studio at gmail.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Elm Street Studios on Instagram and Facebook and see the different acts he has in the studio. He is expanding the studio and it's a great place to record. It's a nice uh, environment. That's always important in a recording studio. You don't want to feel like you're in the basement of a uh, school. It's got a nice clean uh, comfortable environment. So check him out. Go and check me out. Thank you once again for listening. Happy 2020. And rest in peace, Neil Peart. Stay odd.